Now, Tuesday being TikTok Tuesday means at some point today you will see a viral competition yeah. between the AJ Knight and the McCall Taylor. That's right. That being said, if you're on TikTok, you might have seen one of the new trends that is uh, very popular is having parents roast their kids. It's literally hilarious. I agree. And the reason I brought it up is I wanted to thank you for not picking that one because I don't think I can handle it right uh, now. No, I I <laughs> feel that because I also am like, ooh, I don't know that that's a great choice. Now, the videos themselves are hilarious. One of my friends um, sent me a video like, I don't know, last week sometime. And I was like, what in the deuce is happening here? I don't understand. And then I watched because the way that TikTok works is they have the sound in the bottom corner and you can click on the sound and you can scroll through all of the videos that have been made on based on that sound. And I was scrolling through and finally I was like, oh, okay, I got it. I got it. (laughs) It's hilarious. (laughs) I just I don't it's it is hilarious. I will not deny it is funny. I just I couldn't take it right now. And I don't Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Like if you were to guess. What just the subject, not even what the words are, because it might just get too personal that way. What the subject is, because like the ones that get me are when the kids are at home, we're like, oh, we spent money. Now this kid's at home or whatever. I mean, not right. Generalizing because they're usually a lot meaner than that. Oh, yeah. It's not like, oh, they live here. It's like (laughs) (laughs) spent 50 grand for this kid to be in school and then only to have him just come back and live here. Yes. Those ones are hilarious. Mm. Pain. Ouch. I think my, my parents would roll with the subject of it's got it's gotta be married or grandkids. It's gotta be what it is. I don't live at home. I'm living in the same state. I don't know. Got a job. I don't I that's good. <laughs> good job. Good job on that. Good job on the job. Good job on the job. It would have to be married or grandkids. Mine's probably like I don't know. I don't really stand for a lot of BS and so I feel like I talk back. Not necessarily to my parents, but to like sibs and stuff. All this sass. And so I feel like that, uh, (sighs) yeah. All right. So we all take a breath of fresh air. Parents not roasting us. Though maybe that's what Mm -mm. you wanted, Mm -mm. but not not today. Couldn't take it. But TikTok Tuesday will be coming. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor across all social media. On the subject of family. Now, it can be really tough when you find yourself in a situation that family isn't talking to each other Uh to try and break the ice. In my family, someone went with a bold strategy, and I need help deciding if I can ridicule them for it, because I think it's kind of pathetic, personally. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what that is in about 15 minutes. Before that, though, of course, what you need to know in Utah, a look at the forecast, and of course, all your Hollywood news and gossip. Yep, we got uh, news about Kendall and Kylie today. Also, somebody shaved their head. I'm in love with it, by the way. Oh, it's so it's a good decision. It is. Interesting. Oh, fantastic decision. That's in six minutes on McCall's 411 on VFX. Now 24K Golden. Ian Dior, it's mood. Figuring out how to break the ice can be, like, super tough. Oh, yeah. I acknowledge that. Oh, yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX. Especially if the two parties involved in the disagreement are family members. Yeah. How do you go about doing that? You just don't. You just, that's it. No no fixing it. It's over. Family's done. We're calling it good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, I suppose, one way to go about it. Uh, I had a family member try something. Uh, I, I would normally say this situation a bold choice. I don't think it's very bold. In fact, I, I think it's kind of lame. 
So I have two family members that are not talking to each other. So what happened is the family member decided to send the other one, party A sent party B, a card. Like a card you would buy in the store and said something along the lines of, you know, life's too short to be angry. We should try and talk this out. I don't know what the card theme was. I didn't find out because I heard about this secondhand. But I thought, kind of a weird strategy to try and go mm. with a mailed card mm. in the age of, you know, written letters well, with text messages, emails, social media. Here's the thing. I feel like I like the idea. You like the idea. I okay. like the idea of like a letter of sorts because right. then there's a physical no, something, I'll, something. I'll get behind that. Letter's good. I'll get behind that. I hate cards. I do. I think, I, I think I, some yeah. cards, like especially yeah. when you buy them at the store, it's where do you find this? Where do you find the card that's like, hey, so sorry we had a disagreement, and uh, because basically the way that this comes across with your phrasing right. in in the card, right? Again, from what I can see, it's like life's too short to be angry, so we should talk this out. It that is something that you internalize. You don't have to tell somebody else <laughs> unless they're asking you advice I just as to like, why am I, I'm really upset. What do I do? Because my advice a lot of the times is, you know, like it, and it depends on the situation because there are toxic people that you cannot try and make amends with. That's right. just, just how it goes. Right. But my life philosophy for the most part is, yeah, life is way too short to be super, super angry at somebody. So, you know. We, we never know, like, if you're going to get hit by a car or if something dramatic is going to happen and you, the last thing that you said to that person is the last thing that's going to be said. Of course. That's always how I like to live my life. This human being that's sending this card, I almost said gift card, sending this card. <laughs> probably. It sounds like it's like, look, you're being unreasonable. Right. Instead of just, well, I'm being unreasonable, me, I'm sorry. The reason I don't like it is I feel like it's kind of lazy. Totally. Like, the car- just write your own card. Like, yeah, right? I mean, what, what do you think they said? Was it like a Paw Patrol one that was like, you can do it or something yeah, like that? Right, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like my, my dearest <laughs> grandson crossed it off. Sister. <laughs> Whatever it was. Like, but seriously, if you're going to mail us something, put some pen to paper, put yeah, a little bit of thought it in yourself. it. And write something. Right. Because sending a card that's like. To me is lazy. That, well, that, lazy. that part, the shortened version of it is like. You could have sent that in a text. I mean, really. Also true. Hey, life's too short to be angry. We should talk this out. Okay. Now I'm hearing well, it. The more McCall says it out loud, I'm like, man, you could have put a little bit more. There's just like, no literally, to it. Yeah, literally there is so much more that you could have said in there. Hey, I'm really sorry that this <laughs> is what's going on. Here's the thing. Sometimes you just got to swallow your pride. Sometimes if, in this these kinds of situations, you just got to swallow your pride and you got to take ownership of it. Really do a little bit of analyzing to see if it is your problem that you need to take on. Obviously, again, with those toxic situations, there are only so many things that you can do before you just cut ties and you're just done. I mean, I think what we've ultimately gotten to is the fact that it was just the wrong theme of car. Dad, don't say that. Happy birthday, cross out. Life's too short. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Life's too short. We should talk this out. <laughs> So not 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 a good did no, not work like by it. the record. Mad. We also both happen to agree not a good icebreaker. No. So let that be the record show. If you're having a fight with family, sending a card not the way to go. Unless it's like a handmade card. 
Unless it's one that you've made yourself. Some effort into it. Then that's fine. Fair. We're not done with family, though, because uh, <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> somehow a dad's question about uh, being a jerk about paying for a wedding, which we weighed in on, McCall and myself, yep. turned into me reliving some repressed memories. Yep. Where we started for the Crumble Debate at 8 on VFX, the dad's looking for some advice, mostly just confirmation. Am I a jerk? Because my daughter started being a pen pal with this person they met that's in prison. Now, in a year, they want to get married, and they're upset that I won't pay for the wedding like I did younger sister. Am I a jerk? AJ McCall on VFX. We started there. Now we're revealing family secrets. So, I don't remember when. I think it was late middle school, early high school. My grandma was pen pals with someone that was in uh, prison uh-huh. way back in Indiana. And I remember his name. It was Chris. What up, Chris? The reason it sticks is because at a certain point, my grandma lived with my my dad, who I was living with because my parents were divorced. Right. And they're still writing. And that's something I paid attention to. And the only reason I remember is because two events. One, when he got out, she got her own place. Uh-huh. And they were living together. Okay. And she asked if she could borrow some of my video games for Chris to play. That's weird. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm glad my dad talked me out of because I'm pretty sure I would have never gotten them back. No. Just gone. Yep. Just gone. Yep. And two, they discussed getting married. Oh. I don't think they did. Okay. But I honestly have no idea. Never met the guy, just know his name, knew the situation, thought at the time it was weird, but at the same time, I was like 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, and I was like, whatever. Cartoons. But I was like, even at the time, I was like, so this is weird. Like, this isn't normal, right? Like, I don't have to ask this out loud. Oh, my gosh. I just remember, my grandma must have been pen pals with people in prison all the time because I remember as a kid now, ooh, repressed memory coming back. Uh-oh. She used to write to another prison. Maybe it was the same guy. I don't okay. think so. Okay. But he was super talented as an artist. The only reason I remember is because she used to send pictures, and he would send back, like, hand sketches that he would, like, draw of That's us. That's kind of cool. They were well done. I remember that. But now thinking back, sending your kids pictures to someone in prison. Not great, uh... my friend. Okay, so I'm all sorts of uncomfortable with this. People no. that you've never met in prison. There were should be. We need to. Out. We need to clarify. We need to specify here. It's not like they were friends and then he no, did something stupid No, these are pen pals that they just, like, yeah. So... That being said, we got Nick on the line. Nick, what do you think about this whole pen pal wedding thing? Okay, I understand that obviously you can have a pen pal friend, but the people that establish relationships with the, with people in prison via pen pal are are ridiculous, and I think that uh, something's a little deeper wrong with them uh, than they're letting us know. In this situation for the crumble debate today. I am skeptical of also the girl, the daughter in question, being like, we're going to get married. We're going to get married. We're in love. It's great. Don't you you want to spend some time together? I don't know. See if the profile picture is good. (laughs) All that stuff, right? I don't know, man. Am I I crazy? Because McCall has a year, which I told the rule, excuse me, that I agree with. It's one year, right? Yes. yes. Date someone for one year. Four seasons. Four full seasons. Four full seasons. One year. And I would think, I don't know if it's probably somewhere in the fine print, you get a magnifying glass that's also one year out of prison, like not one year in prison. I don't, I, like, I, it seems like we're on the same conclusion here. Dad, not a jerk. As to how to go about this, McCall, 
any any direction you can point dad in as to how to go about advising daughter on this? No. <laughs> I mean, obviously. I'm not a parent for this reason. If there's anything I know about kids, you can't push too hard. Otherwise, it just makes them want to do it more. I don't I think you got to like try and guide them onto the way. Like, just just spend some time together out of the prison. Just 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 pump the brakes a little. So all I'm saying is just just wait. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying wait. I, I feel like all you can do, you can nudge, but you can't push. Otherwise, there's pushback. But wow. Also, I'm gonna have to talk to my parents today because all these memories are coming out about the prison thing. And now, <laughs> so mom and dad, explain. Yep. What happened? I was actually on the phone with my dad yesterday. I couldn't bring it up. I was not ready to talk about it. Mm. I was like, I know what I said on air. I can't do it yet. I'm not going to talk about it. I don't want to know. I'm not ready. I just now imagine somewhere in Indiana, there's one, if not multiple prisoners who have childhood pictures of me. And I guess whatever, you know, that's 25-ish years ago. But still, (laughs) I don't like it. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. Unsubscribe to that. Yeah, it's a little strange. You know, that's the biggest thing. You mentioned not being prepared about that. I was thinking about that talking about because it's true. Is a is anything we know about kids is there certain things you push back, especially once you get to like teenage and on about relationships. You're like, mm-hmm. no, this is the one, everyone. We're in love forever. I the one of the things that yeah, frustrated right. me most about being a brother, a brother was watching my sisters go through and make the same mistakes I was I did, and then being like, No, you should definitely not do that because this, but because all teenagers are like, No, 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 I got this. They don't listen, and it's extremely frustrating. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now a little bit because you know what the outcome is going to be, and you're like, no, this is the answer. I'm trying to save you here and skip yep. you a few steps. I'm like, no, no, no. McCall says we are back to themes. Who doesn't love a theme? Woo! Today's theme is animals, and I really don't know how I feel about it. I was going to say, how are you going to handle that? Because if something bad happens to a dog, I feel like you're going to be a wreck the rest of the day. I'm good. I've had enough I'm almost had enough coffee. Maybe that means there's not a dog story. No, there's a dog story. Oh, boy. AJ McCloud, VFX for Florida. Not let us hear the three headlines, please. Okie dokie. Story number one. A million dollar flying squirrel trafficking ring has been busted following a 19 month investigation. There, what? That, okay. Early nominee for my pick. Cause what? There's story one. <laughs> story two. A cow. Yes, a cow. Escaped a farm and it got trapped inside of a neighbor's trampoline. On a neighbor's trampoline. Excuse me. On top of a neighbor's trampoline. Excuse me, sir. I cannot walk on this bouncy material. I don't know what's happening. I will lay down now. I bet that was funny looking. Yo, could you even imagine that poor that poor cow is like, what in the world is going on? Just got to take a nap right here. Honestly, that one could happen here. I know. And then we got story number three. 93-year-old lady reported her dog missing because she hadn't seen him for two days. Turns out he was stuck under her recliner. How did she, He was like, good. He was good. Well, I'm glad he's okay. That I'm actually, assuming she didn't sit on it. Yeah, that should have been my first question. But like I said, like the, I'm sure the dog whined or oh. moped or something. How, like, what? He's a uh, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Very, very, very cute. Hmm. How do you not hear? I love those dogs. What? Like, okay, whatever. He was just lying quietly, it says. Apparently very well-behaved dog. Just like, oh, oh, well, this is my life now. Yeah. I'm a recliner dog. <laughs> those are those kinds of dogs, they're so sweet. They're just like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I guess I'll just I have been gobbled by the furniture. This is how it ends. This is where I live. Oh, sorry, Mom. Now, I know McCall said that uh, that specific breed of dog we have in today's Florida Knot is known for being like, 
Okay. AJ McCall at VFX. What is the longest stretch one of your dogs could go quiet? Longest. This dog's quiet for two days. Man, sis, if we can't hear sis for like... Two seconds? No. Two minutes? No. Like two if, hours? Mm, like if we can't... If it's probably like 10 minutes and I'm like, where's sis? I'll go, sis! And then usually she goes... I can hear her upstairs jump off of the bed and come down the stairs like, yes. <laughs> you called. I just feel like with most you dogs, rang. as is with kids, too much silence, not Bad a good thing. Bad news, bears. Not a good thing. Chuck, it's all animals, and McCall loves most animals, so there's no birds. That's very important. If it yeah. was birds, be like, okay, that's maybe one we leave. So listen closely for which one it is from Florida. Okay. Three full stories, please, McCall. Okay, we got story number one. People have been wrapped up in a 19-month investigation, and it got finished yesterday into a million-dollar flying squirrel trafficking ring. That just All those words in a sentence still don't make sense to so, me. So seven people have been arrested for illegally trapping protected <laughs> flying squirrels. Who... Who's buying? Who's snatching them up? Who's snatching them to the point where it's a million dollar ring? All over the place, my dude. Yeah, like, All what? over. They, uh, the guys caught around 36,000 flying squirrels in three years. That's a lot. That's 12,000 a year. That's a thousand a month. That's a million dollars. That is a, what, like, Chuck, like, in what? any <laughs> sense whatsoever. Make any sense at all. I don't know either. Yeah, I, what, nothing. Nothing. So there's story one. Then we got story two. One of about 40 cows escaped from a farm, but the one was found less than a mile away after wandering onto a resident's trampoline and getting very confused and being stuck. (laughs) They discovered the bovine was unable to stand up on the bouncy surface. (laughs) Just just lay down like, nope, done. Cows like, what? 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 Honestly, that one could still... That could still happen here. I still see that as not well, Florida. Well, they ended up using a tractor to carefully lift the animal off of the trampoline because, you know, how are you supposed to get a cow off of a trampoline? <laughs> what That's is like a, this? I don't whoa, know. So anyway, they ended up getting the cow back safely. It's very important. I need you to tell the story to producer Butters later because he's like, cows are so I hate cows. He's not wrong. Really, he's not. And then we got story number three, which involves a dog. This one's the trick one. His name is Toby. Toby had gone missing for two days. Now, the the homeowner called in a very distressed state about her dog who had gone missing. As we all would. They visited the home to check and see if she was okay and see if there was any support she may need. Well, while they were there talking about the situation, uh, she helped him reach an item which had fallen onto the floor. As the officer knelt down, they noticed Toby lying quietly underneath the lady's recliner. Toby, hide-and-seek champion 2020. Seriously, (laughs) very carefully. The officer freed Toby from under the chair. He said he was, well, just hungry and thirsty. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Two Two days. days. Yeah. Two whole days. Anyway, I, I, Toby and his over seemed seem to be over the moon to be reunited. Again, as we all would. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. All right, Chuck. So, like, the, the question here for me is uh, it, it's one or three because I still can't make any sense of the flying squirrel ring. That makes no sense. Or McCall does love dogs. Sounds like an old lady. Couldn't hear a dog. And the irony of her calling the police. Police are right, We're going to go check on that old lady. Lady, your dog's right here. Yeah, right. So that being said, story one or three. 
go with story three. Okay, we're going to go with three, McCall. We know you and your love for dogs. Is it story number three? It's not. I'm sorry. That one happened in England. Again? Again. Man, they are really bored in quarantine. They're in like every other or every third day. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy because we have three stories every day. So it's like every ninth story. We're doing a lot of math on the AJ McCall show this morning. It doesn't seem like it would bode well later on. No. I know what you're thinking for Florida Not on VFX with AJ McCall, Austin. You're thinking, man, why did the flying squirrel ring have to get busted right before holiday season? Now what am I going to get anyone? Right? <laughs> Crusted. <laughs> that being said, I feel like it's a given for Florida Not, but we, re- we always like to recap because sometimes there's something McCall adds or we maybe missed. So... Two remaining stories, please, McCall. All right. So we've got story number one, which involves a flying squirrel trafficking ring worth a million dollars at at minimum. I mean, wow. I mean, McCall, get them on your podcast as a how to build your own business. No. mm -mm. That, uh, I feel like that would get me arrested. I would, I would then become a, uh, what, what, what's the word? Accomplice. Well, you're not helping them steal anything. You're just asking a couple well, questions. Would that be it's an aiding and abetting? Nah, it's on Dateline all the time. There's, oh. there's plenty of people that interviewed uh, uh, Ted Bundy. It's oh. not like, oh, yeah, send them to jail. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway, uh, seven guys in a rural location were trapping flying squirrels. I'm shocked at this. I'm also shocked that there are so many flying squirrels. But, Gosh I darn mean, it. Wh- which part, McCall? Which part shocks you? All of the above. And I, then we got we story. Did, McCall told me the number. They'd caught a thousand flying squirrels a month. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like 30 a day. That's a lot, bruh. 33 and a half a day. Basically. That's insane. Uh, and then we got story number two, which involves a cow who escaped from a farm and wanted to go on a little jaunt at 3 in the a.m. only to accidentally <laughs> sort of... Get trapped on top of a trampoline. It you was one of those like a ground trampoline. A trampoline. <laughs> it was one of those ground trampolines, you know. So when the when the cat walked on it, it was like whoa, whoa, whoa what is this? It whoa, was unable, whoa, whoa. unable to walk on the bouncy surface. <laughs> Apparently, cows are not made for walking so, on trampolines. So trampolines catch cows. Yep. We learned that today. And then uh, pools catch bad drivers. Correct. So, so you make those additions to your house, just so you know. And bam, there you go. Two remaining crazy stories, Austin. All right, Austin. I know what I think. What about you? Um, uh, What do you think? I, I mean, it's got to be number one. Seriously, you can't tell me you can't hear the cow story happening here. That someone's cow just wandered away and found a trampoline. That I'm not saying it is in Utah, but that, that no. The flying squirrel one is a given. Seven guys caught 33 and a half flying squirrels a day for, what is it, 16 months or whatever it was? 12. 12 months. No, it's that. Also, how do they make a million dollars? Nothing to do with the conviction that I have for the story. They I just sold wanna, them. How do they make a million dollars? It's a black market. Who's buying that many flying squirrels? AJ, who's buying things like toes and kidneys? People that need toes and kidneys. On the black market? Yes. Okay. Toes, less so. That's a little weird. Right. You got to make your special voodoo necklace with toes. Stop it. Stop We're it. off track here. Austin, I wow. think that it is story number one. You know, I think I'm going to roll with you. Let, let's go with just one. All right, McCall. Obviously, it's the, again, I don't I don't know what I'm going to do for the holiday season. Like, that was that was my go-to. For the person who has everything, get him a flying squirrel. <laughs> is it story number one? It is. Congratulations. I'm also happy to inform you it <laughs> happened basically across the entire country. As well as uh, 
As as well as, let me double check, South Korea. That's where they were selling them. Mm. They were capturing them in Florida mm. and that, Georgia. That ain't gonna that ain't gonna further any or that ain't gonna backtrack any more stereotypes about what you're getting in China. So they've food, got they've got Florida and Georgia is where they would the dealers would be. The buyers would then fly down to Florida, then drive them to Chicago and fly them to South Korea. Is the is is Florida the only place for flying squirrels? I have no idea. Look, it does guys, make me feel don't... better because when I came back from Asia, I had at least one coworker that every day for about a week told me I definitely ate dog. So I feel better about eating a squirrel than a dog. I think. Sure, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. I. It's not great either way. No. Especially knowing the squirrels came from Florida. There, there's meth in their system. There's no denying it. It's a thing. Regardless, congratulations to Austin. He wins Florida Knot on VFX. Now, uh, look, let's put aside the nightmares that you may have accidentally eaten Florida Flying Squirrel. Just don't picture it right now. Okay. That being said, if you find yourself in the kitchen with a handful of ingredients and have no idea what to do, McCall has tried to turn me onto this new website I'm a little skeptical about. But it's apparently, a game changer. Yeah, that. Total game she changer. She says that over and over again. It is. I don't know. Maybe she can convince you. I'm skeptical. AJ and McCall on VFX. You find yourself stuck in the kitchen with a handful of ingredients. You have no idea what to do. McCall says she's got a game changer, as she put it. I do. So it is a website called myfridgefood.com. And it's really cool because uh, they have your ingredients that you could be putting in. Because a lot of the times, like, I will run out of groceries. Right. It's very often. Happens. And it's like, what the crap am I supposed to make with these five random ingredients in my fridge? Good news. You can click on this and there's like a quick kitchen button so you can go through and you can click on, I don't know, like say I've got Doritos and cream cheese and say I've got, I don't know, apples, I guess is on this list. Barbecue sauce, uh, rolls and biscuits balsamic vinegar zucchini i don't know i'm just r- randomly creating this list there are boxes right? you could check that's what, you, yes, what she's yes, reading yes. you could check thank you thank you um find recipes so i'm going to click on it and it pops up with terrible things um not really this one says cinnamon roll <laughs> cinnamon cinnamon heart rolls and so when i first saw it i was like wait a second i clicked doritos i don't want doritos in that <laughs> Anyway, uh, pulled pork is on this list. Let's see what else. Cheesy croissants. There's sausage bites. There's mac and cheese rolls. There's croissant dogs. There's uh, whipped feta. I don't have any feta. Whatever. There's this full list of awesome things that you can make based on these clicky click things that you can that you have in your fridge. I'm just worried. I mean, I look, I randomly clicked one too. I did garlic, potatoes, rolls, slash biscuits, rice, and butter, slash margarine. And oh man, I could make the most delicious rice potatoes, ever. Mashed potato muffins, homemade skin fries, grilled potato. I mean, basically anything with potatoes. That's not fair. I gave potatoes, which is like the most diverse food in the universe, but it, it seems nifty. Um, yeah, it's pretty I like cool, it. but it, you just click the ingredients and then it takes it to the recipes and then even it'll suggest some and tell you okay if you grab this you can also do this pretty freaking nifty ask me because especially me i hate throwing food away hate it yeah myfridgefood.com all right credit where credit is due mccall that's uh pretty nifty fine you score thank you thank you check it out we'll tweet at utah's vfx mccall and i found some challenges 
with this week's TikTok Tuesday. Yeah, we Pe- did. People on the internet made it look easy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Get ready for TikTok Tuesday. I think the first time in this new age of AJ versus McCall on VFX, we maybe ran into a bit of a snag because we did the ghost photo shoot and yep. we did a day in the life. Yep. And I had no problem with those. Then we did that. What is it? Time warp scan. That's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, the time warp scan, which is the one we're doing today, because it has been all Pain over in the butt. I'm uh, I'm shocked. People people made this look really easy, and it is not. It is not a simple feat. So the way it works is it runs a little bar down, and whatever it scans over, it freezes that, so you can like move and stuff and make like yourself taller, shorter, whatever. And I don't know about you, McCall, but I feel like all the videos I watched of it, it. Did not move as fast as it moves on my phone. Uh, the yeah. little scanning no, I bar. I agree. I agree. So it was a pain in the butt. Uh, I went with a. <laughs> I went with. Let's just see, a uh, cheap way to make your workout results look better. There you go. And McCall went with. Uh, well, McCall, I, I think kind of concoxed like a- uh, something <gasps> brand new, basically. I man, I hope so. <laughs> maybe I'll get maybe I'll get TikTok famous this way. No, I wanted to I wanted to make it look like I was a Tim Burton character because I thought they're 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 cool. Yeah, you bad know, news. Sp- it didn't work. Speaking of that, my sister did that, so uh-huh. she saw my, I posted mine, and McCall's uh-huh. posts hers, and then you'll see both of our side by side, so you can decide which one you like the best here shortly on our social media, Utah's VFX. My oldest sister is on TikTok. She did the Tim Burton challenge uh-huh. and crushed it. So when she saw mine, which was easier, because I had like three ideas I could not make work, and I came up with that, she's like, oh, okay, now do the Tim Burton challenge. I'm like, <sighs> man, I can't, dude. My sister's already trash-talking me on TikTok. Though I did see yesterday, I don't know if anybody saw uh, the a new study found that kids at the age of 10 become more tech savvy than their parents. Yep. Ten. Heads up. So if you think that you're trying to hide stuff from your kid, your kid knows. 10. I hate to break it to you. So, you know, she's. But we take that away. They go to school. 20. Yeah. Math is easy. She was born in 2000. She just turned 20. That is so good math. She got me crushed. It figures we do all this other one, like 33 and a half squirrels a, month, a day for, you know, a thousand a month, all that. Crush that. Can't remember my sister's birthday. <sighs> So keep an eye on our social media. You get to vote. We've, it's AJ versus McCall for TikTok Tuesday. I went with a gym thing. McCall kind of parodied the Tim Burton challenge, which I think worked out something completely different totally. and better. Oh, See for yourself. Ridiculous. So we've already talked about family a little bit. Just talking about my sister. We had the, the family member that tried to send a card to jumpstart conversation. Uh, I got to dime out a family member for their food choices. Okay. Because it's not just that there's, a, you know, one picky eater if you go, like, to a Chinese place and they're right. like, I don't like it, and they, they get the pizza off the buffet. Right. We all know that. It's what they said about it that okay. is way too far. Look, everyone has at least someone in their friend or family circle that's a picky eater. and So you go out to, like, a Chinese food place, and then they're the ones that get the mac and cheese, the chicken nuggets, the pizza off the buffet. Right. That is one thing, AJ McCall and VFX. Here's my problem. And I'm not going to say their name because I actually like this family member, but it deserves to be said. So if they go out and they're picky about that, that's fine. They're not feeling that one time. Went out to a uh, Mexican place. Okay. And this said family member got a burger, to which, of course, everyone's got to get a little bit of ribbon in. Yeah, like, like, what what the heck? What are you doing, man? They said that, oh, no, I just really like the burger here. I get it every time I come here. Okay. No, not okay. That's not okay. 
Why? Why is it not okay? Because you go to a Mexican place. You don't go to a Mexican place to get a burger. You go to a Mexican place to get a burrito, taco, nachos, something. I mean, you could just go get a burger. I don't understand why it's such a big deal. It's like going to Red Robin. I have friend's girlfriend. Went to Red Robin's, right? What are they famous for? Yum. That too. Oh. But burger. Right. <laughs> yum as well. Yum. By the way, resist as much as you can. You ever caught in a room with a serial I killer? Do it. not say yum. Burgers. Friend's girlfriend, chicken sandwich. No! They have, good chi- they have good chicken sandwiches. You go there to get burgers. They have good chicken sandwiches also, though. <sighs> You're not helping me, McCall. You are I'm not sorry. I should me. be more helpful, but like, I don't know. You know who has really good chicken sandwiches while we're talking about really good chicken sandwiches that you wouldn't expect? Oh, I wouldn't expect. Um, No. Arby's. Arby's has really good chicken sandwiches. Would you go to Arby's for a chicken sandwich? No. no. Roast do beef. I, do I go to Arby's for chicken sandwiches? Literally all the time. Roast they have beef. a chicken cordon bleu that is like literally to die that's, for. That's, Am okay. I being paid for this? A Absolutely bit. not. I'll back, I've had that. That is good. It's I'll delicious. Backtrack. That's good. It's so I, I'll, good. I'll, I'll backtrack. I like See? that See? So you can't be like, oh no, you can't go there and yeah, get Yeah, but where else are you going to get a chicken cordon bleu? So that would be my argument. That's like one there's of the like only fast food places. There's like literally probably five places that I can think of. I think Carl's Jr. has one. See, um, I never think of that place. I'm one of my hometowns, so just not in my Carl's rotation. Jr. I know. I sh- oh, Which oh, is not wreck. to say it's not good. I'm not saying that. I just don't think about it. Yo, it's so good. The point... <laughs> We've got completely off track here. Now we're raiding Cordon Blues in the valley. <laughs> Where can I get a chicken Cordon Blue? McCall, it is 7.43 in the morning. You don't need a chicken cordon bleu right now. No brain, I do. I do. <laughs> well, you put it on a biscuit. I mean, it's fast food logic. Now a breakfast sandwich. Whoa! Game changer. I bet that would be good. That's a great idea. I bet that would be good. Chicken honestly. and biscuits is really good. Oh, chicken and biscuits is is really good. I'm yeah. not gonna argue that at all. Yeah. A little bit of honey. Mm. Yeah. With it. Oh, I mean, uh, I'll take that. Uh, we'll call that common ground. Politics. Cool. Here uh, we are. What up? <laughs> Didn't know so, we could do that in look, politics. We all know the way that TV is consumed. Occasionally, you may find something new and you recommend it for someone. Yeah. Fingers crossed they watch it. Not a jerk friend like me. It says, I will get to it. I'll I get will. To just it, not and then for never years. do it. But do you know what? Uh, do you know how syndication works when it comes to the actors? They have things called residuals. Okay. So there's a set fee that they can earn depending on what their title is. If they're like oh, executive producer the... or whatever. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. I've got a game for you. Okay. It's called residual high-low. Got some of the okay. most famous TV actors in the world, and you're going to try and figure out, based on what number I give you, if they make more money than that or lower money than that oh, off their television shows. And some dang. of these are going to absolutely blow your mind. Okay. Let's see how McCall does. Residual high-low in six minutes on VFX. Everyone has some kind of show that's their re-roll show. Doesn't matter how many times you see it, it's background. Maybe you'll pick a favorite episode if you're just trying to kill some time. Oh, yeah. Everyone has at least one. Totally. AJ McCall on VFX. I mean, that's what streaming services, I think, ultimately picked up on is everybody's got these. Mm -hmm. McCall loves that 70s show. I'm one of the office people. So here's the game. It's residual high-low. So the number I'm going to give him a call is the number that the actor or actress could potentially make a year just from the reruns, the syndication of their show. She has to tell me whether they actually make more or less than that a year. Ready? I'm um, Okay, more or less? 
Yes. So I just have to say more or less? More or less. Okay, I'm just cool, going to give you a random cool, number, cool. okay? Okay. So first, Bob Saget, Full House. Who doesn't love that show, right? They even tried to bring it back. Right. Does he make more or less in residuals than $10,000 a year? More. Less. Are you kidding? Two grand. That's it. He wasn't an executive producer. That's all he gets. Two grand. Huh. That was the first, like one of the first ones that blew my mind. You know, I guess that makes sense, though, because like how many episodes play... It was uh, eight seasons. Eight, eight seasons. seasons for the original. That's still a lot of I, money. I mean, I ain't going to sneeze at 2000 but then you get Ray Romano. Everybody loves Raymond. Right. More or less than $10 million a year. I'm going to say more. $18 million a year. Why? You think that was crazy? That one I at least That's remember being so in syndication. That's so much money. Oh, we ain't even done. Are that, you kidding? We're not done. David Hasselhoff for Baywatch. Oh, my When's gosh. When's the last time that show was on? I, probably like last night, but I don't I watch pro- it. Probably is somewhere. More or less than $2 million a year. More. Four. Four million dollars a year. Whoa. I'm David Hasselhoff. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. I can live off $2 million a year. Oh, yeah. All right. Here's- oh, yeah. I mean, I would not sneeze at $2 million a year. Freak. I guess I could live off of $2 million. Oh, Okay. I think I, don't I, know. I think I've I could, never tried it yet. I could tough it out. I think I could make it. It'd be rough, but I could make it. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Here's one of the top ones. They're all they all make the same. So the friends cast from friends, more or less than twenty five million a year. Oh, more. Less twenty. Really? But still, I mean, dude, I liked friends. David Schwimmer, uh, Phoebe for a little bit. I mean, Joey's got a new show now, but they had a spinoff for a little bit. Didn't yeah, do anything. It didn't. It wasn't very good at all. Courtney Cox did some movies, then kind of. T- Right, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston I mean, you know, really she's the doing stuff. Only one that did anything. They all still make twenty million a year, and I'm sure that number is going to go up because it, it's supposed. It was that whole big fight between Netflix and what was it, Peacock, right? Because it's it, an NBC show. Yeah, they're going to make more a oh, year. Yeah. Oh yeah, that show ended like what ninety nine. Yeah, sorry, two thousand four. So. Not even close. Two thousand four. I, like, I, I don't. I don't know. I was. I was young. Okay, how about a classic? Who hasn't seen the Brady Bunch? Maureen McCormick, who played uh, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. More or less than 500000 a year. Oh, I hope she makes more. Nothing. Not a dime. Ugh. Was it because she was young? Uh, the way they negotiated the contract, they don't get anything. Despite reunions, spinoffs, nothing. Oh, sad. That is crazy. Here's another classic. Lucille Ball. I love Lucy. More or less than $2 million a year. I also hope more on that one. Seventeen million. Whoa, that's Still. a lot more. That's a lot more. When I was in high school, we had to take this class before you got into the radio program. It was called History of Television and Radio. And at that point in time, so this would have been two thousand three, two thousand four. There was a statistic that said it was talking about syndication because at this point, it's been on for so long. They get like five cents an episode. But at that point, he said you could not go at every given minute in the day. I love Lucy's playing somewhere in the world. Yep. That's how you make $17 million a year. Yep. Last one, Jerry Seinfeld. Kay. By the way, Netflix negotiated the right. Seinfeld's supposed to be on Netflix, I believe, next year. Uh-huh. $50 million a year, more or less. More. 110 Jeez. That's why year. he doesn't know who Kesha a is. A year. A year. That show's been off forever. That's a lot of dollars, $110 million a year. Wow. Heck, Jim Parsons from Big Bang Theory, you know what he makes a year right now? That show just barely ended. Ten already. Really? Ten million dollars a year already. Hmm. That's crazy. Wow. That's that is crazy. Clearly, you just gotta be an executive producer on a show, have a good run, and then just coast off the freaking syndication of it. Yeah. Jeez.
Okay, and it's a travesty. Look, nothing against David Hasselhoff. This is a travesty. He makes $4 million a year for Baywatch, which, you know, whatever. And Marsha, 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 nothing. That's so That's sad. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Congratulations. You did pretty well. Thank you. Call crushed residual higher low. Thank you. Let me let me steal this. Dinger bell. <laughs> well, you have plenty of time to watch some of those reruns because what we found out is McCall had some plans that didn't really go according to plan. But I tell you, it's still not a bad thing. Look, I want to establish one thing. I have one goal to accomplish during right. this debate at eight, All crumble right. debate at eight with AJ McCall at VFX. It's not that you should be antisocial. Okay. All I want to establish is that all of us agree that there's kind of a bit of relief when plans are canceled. Yes. Your, your, 100%. Okay. See, I was going to say, I'm waiting. I was waiting because McCall's had plans. I, I have, gonna... dude, I, over the course of the last week, I have had like three or four things fall through. Right. And in the moment, I was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not from a perspective of like, I didn't want to do that (laughs) thing. It's from the perspective of like, I had other things that I also needed to get accomplished. (laughs) And so it made it easier to get those things accomplished because XYZ got canceled. There's a big difference. There's a big difference between agreeing to begrudgingly do something for me, you know, some kind of family thing. And then having something in place. And even if you're mostly looking forward to it, even a part of you, like if it's the best thing ever, there's going to be a part of you, at least a small part. It's like, all right. All right. But then the, the less awesome it is, is it shifts down to kind of normal things. Like I was supposed to go golfing last week. And am I bummed that it didn't work out? Yeah. For sure. But then I went home and part of me was like, all right, it's not that bad. In fact, I think no comedian captures it better than Mr. John Mulaney. Percentage wise, it is 100% easier not to do things than to do them. <laughs> and so much fun not to do them, especially when you were supposed to do them. If you ever ask an adult what they did over the weekend and they say they didn't do anything, their faces light up. <laughs> You're like, what'd you do this weekend? I, um, I did nothing. I did nothing at all. <laughs> did we do anything? No, I didn't do anything. <laughs> and again, I'm not saying to be antisocial. Though I gotta tell you, today I'm supposed to go golfing and I gotta get the thing set up and I have just like drug and drug and drug and drug my feet on it. And I'm getting to the point where I'm like, do I really want to do it? Yeah, I kind of do. I do, but also part of me is like, if I get to go home, though. Yeah. Uh, see, I thought you were going to push back on this. I'm so glad we're on the same page. I figured you were going to talk about how much time you have to clean and stuff, which is the, the defeats the point. Even if you get your plans canceled, you're not supposed to turn in with something else. You're supposed to enjoy the moment because there's nothing there anymore. I mean, yeah, you should enjoy the more moment, but also, like, there is other stuff you've got to get done. But not so clean. it's like. That can wait. No. No, it, it can, McCall. Your plans got canceled. You're not host anymore. You got nobody impressed. You got some time. It can wait. If I just clean my house, then it's just done. I don't have to worry about it. I didn't want to go here, but we got to go to a message we got from somebody else. Oh, gosh. All right. Now, remember, McCall is all about cleaning all the time. McCall has cleaning services. I feel very uncomfortable with where this is going. You should, but it's not about you. Okay, great. Because someone sent us a message their uh, significant other has a specific way that they clean tabletops. What? And I'd be willing to bet in 10 years, you would not be able to guess what they do. That's not true. There's not that many options. In five minutes, you wouldn't be able to guess what they do. Ew, do they lick it? No. That's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Why would you even say that, AJ? 
This is the age of Rona, McCall. You can't make that joke. <laughs> oh, we got a sorry. message about how someone significant other cleans tabletops. And if McCall, the cleaning paranoia, oh. cannot figure it out, that means it's definitely not okay. That's in 10 minutes on VFX for the debate at 8. Crumble debate at 8 with AJ and McCall on VFX. And we know how much McCall loves her cleanliness that even when her plans get canceled, no one's coming over. No one's going to see the place. She's like, oh, I got to clean anyway. Well, it's just nice to have it clean. It'll be okay, McCall. You can take a second. Oh. That's not the fight we're picking. We already moved past that. Because someone sent us a message to ask, since you love cleanliness so much. Cool. If they think it's normal <laughs> that their significant other cleans their kitchen table this way. And I think it's actually all tables. So before I tell you what it is, and there is a picture to confirm it, by the way, you have to guess what they're doing. I am not excited for this. Licking has been ruled out in case you forgot that. Okay, good. I just thought I'd refresh Thank your you. memory. Thank you. Do they mop it? No, but you're in the right vicinity. Well, I'm on a table. I mean, I'd hope I'm in the right vicinity. No, with tool, I mean. Oh. A broom? Do they broom it off? Closer. That was me banging my head against the mic. I was like, what is that noise? Um, <laughs> do they just smash it? They just take the t- <laughs> table out and they just buy a brand well, new one. Don't want to clean it. Throw it they away. They get those card tables that you fold down. They're just like, nope. No. <laughs> I don't know. How do they do it? Really? You are so close. You're going to call it now? Yeah. They vacuum it. What? Why? I'm not sure. The picture Why? throws me for... In Why do you do that? Dude, that is disgusting. There's do you a- know how dirty <laughs> the bottom of your vacuum is? Do you sanitize I that? I could guess. Do you like disinfect that-ish? Because if you're not disinfecting it and then you're just like... Here you go. No. That is disgusting. You're a sick human being. I didn't think you'd be a fan. Ew. So it looks like... It's like a, it's a wooden wooden table. Mm-hmm. So they're vacuuming it because they sent us a picture. And I'm thinking, if it's a wooden table, why wouldn't you roll with like I don't know a Swiffer? Yeah, I mean a Swiffer. A Swiffer to me makes uh, way look, more sense. Okay, Psst. I am not condoning this, nor am I saying that this is the best way to be cleaning anything. McCall prefers the mop. Just the <laughs> pass. Disgusting. The image of mopping a table. I know. Can you even imagine? <laughs> you think the office this floor was over this carpet was overdue for a good mopping oh yeah anyway, side note side to- note speaking of mopping <laughs> carpet oh no we, actually i don't think you could segue that way but go ahead okay so my when i used to work at the bank there was a lady that would come in and she would come and clean our floors right now we had the carpet and it's like the carpet that we have in the studio right so it's kind of a shorter um I don't even know what it's called. Something. Um, short ply. carpet. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not short, toilet paper. Short, so. short, cheap carpet. Yes, correct. So anyway, there was a lady that whenever she would come in and clean, that's how she would clean it. Is she would mop it. But she wouldn't soak the bucket. It was just like a dry mop. So it was like she was sweeping it with the dry Is mop. That a thing? Bruh. It was. I was very confused. Look, I'm not the one to ask about anything in cleaning. No. But like... No? no? I didn't think that it was like the best way to be cleaning a carpet anyway. I got an idea. You know, so my <laughs> fridge, I thought about this. So we, we my uh-huh. fridge sits right next to my stovetop. So like our favorite burner is the front right one. Course, and that's the one closest says, right, to the stove. Right. So like we cook stuff and the, the, the fridge catches stuff and we scrub it down every once in a while. Right. Swiffer the fridge. I mean, I guess you could. I, I guess you could. Side note, um... Speaking speaking about cleaning rugs oh. as we're talking about this. Wait, did you just did you were you just waiting like oh my gosh I have all these these things about carpet cleaning that so I can never out. get to check this out. 
I had to clean this rug the other day. Okay. And I figured I would break out the, we have like a carpet rug doctor-ish thing, right? Right, right. So I was going to break it out and I was like, no, no, I have a pressure washer. This is a great idea. So I decided I'm going to hang my rug up on my fence. Sounds like a way to put a hole in it, but all right. I'm so I, I decide I'm going to hang my rug up on my fence and I'm going to just like it, right? So my rug is ruined. I decided it was going to be a great idea. I thought, it, I thought that it was, was where like we were ten, going. It was like $10. Oh, and so it wasn't really that big of a deal. But I was like, hey, if I pressure wash it, it's a great idea. So I pressure washed it, ended up splashing mud because, you know, pressure washer all over this. So then I'm like soaking it and I just let it dry oh. out on the uh, on, on the fence line. I went out to go grab it. Like, I kid you not, the bottom of the rug, like, literally looks like this. <laughs> like, it's like a C. Like, the bottom of it. So, it does this C thing. The other side also does this C thing. So, the top is like a straight line and the sides go, woo, line. It's ridiculous. I have to buy a new rug. Because right. you can't pressure wash them. So, rule of uh, advice, don't pressure wash rugs. Also, don't vacuum, vacuum your tape. table. Swiffer, though, up for uh, debate. Yeah, you can use that a little that's bit. That's debatable. <laughs> it's a very informative debate. Today You're welcome. And they can get value out of how to clean rugs. <laughs> Thanksgiving is going to be here sooner that rather than later. a holiday, yes. Because we're like almost a Halloween it already, It's happening, right? yes. And pandemic's going on. Yeah. So I'm not, I've never heard of this before. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Because Ashley and I made special plans this year and now we just started talking about that and I don't feel like, uh, it's playing out the way we wanted to. And maybe just, maybe we ought to go back on our plans. Oh, normally Ashley and I take advantage of the longer weekends for specifically Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we get up out of here. Right. Do some traveling. Do some A.J. McCall VFX. Bippity-bobbity-bouncing. Yeah. Gotcha. But nor reasonably, we catch some flack from family because we're never around because right. we go do our own thing. So right. this year, we committed. We were like, all right, we're not leaving for Thanksgiving. We'll be around for the whole weekend so we can be here for the holidays. Right. But here's the thing. Pandemic's going on. What? Where? everywhere oh some here hmm. some there a little bit here if you wave your arms around all those places too oh okay cool plus the elections in november and i have a feeling no matter what the outcome is <laughs> somebody in the household's not gonna be happy about it okay so i'm kind of thinking we biffed up the decision to stay home this thanksgiving and maybe we had a reverse course Well, then where do you go? Literally anywhere else. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> all right, crushed it. Just, I mean, I don't know. Because here's all the scenarios. You're going to have scenarios. You're going to have households where there's people who forgot about masks. There's going to be households where people don't freak out about masks and probably go the other way. Right. There'll be scenarios where people are upset about the election because it went this way. People are gloating about the election because it went that way. Who's going to host? I, I, mm, I, don't, I'm, I don't, help me out here. What, 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 uh, what, <laughs> what, what, do, what do we do? Drink. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. that's a given. No, uh, see what we're doing for the holidays right. is, um, unbeknownst to Dustin's dad. I think we're going there. Um, Shh. surprise. <laughs> oh, I announced it. Um, 
Anyway, I think I think that's our plan. I think we're going to do some stuff that way. But um, I think for the most part, we will just do and be and there, eat, drink, is it and possible be merry. To do, we didn't discuss this when we did like what really could know, all be man. drive-through. Is, can you do like a drive-through Thanksgiving? Can we like swing through, <laughs> I, okay. chit-chat look, for a little bit, look. grab some leftovers, and more, blow out of there? The more stuff happens throughout the year the more I am about drive through celebration get-together things. Oh, really? Yeah. Not feeling it. Not an, not an iota. I don't even know what that means. Not an ounce. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Try this out for size. McCall, here's a message just come in. AJ and McCall, uh, I feel you. I've hosted Thanksgiving for the past six years for uh, both families. I told my husband this year, I don't think I want to host. Fact is that we have the pandemic, which stresses me out. I normally do all the cooking. My sister never shuts up about how she thinks wearing a mask is stupid. His brother comes down and just drinks and talks about politics. I don't want to do it. If I suggest to anyone that comes, they have to produce a written negative COVID test. Do you think that will work? No. I have a really great idea. (laughs) I have a really great idea. Okay. Write a set of house rules. Okay. Write a set of house rules. This is a free politics... Rona, whatever, whatever your, whatever your list general, is. General debaggery. Here are your, here are your things that you cannot talk about. Well, I'm going to talk about it if I want to. Well, then I'm going to tase you. So <laughs> I was going to say no turkey, but McCall's like, nah, nah, 2020 calls Look, for no taser. turkey is not going to stop people. Calls okay? for taser. Sometimes turkey's dry. 2020 is the year of taser. Didn't you know that? Like, I'm pretty sure that it's on like a calendar. I missed somewhere, the memo, you know? but I'm on board. 1994 was the year of the dog. 2020 <laughs> the is mo- the year of the taser. <laughs> the more like that's a special Chinese New Year. They oh, foresaw gosh. this. The more I see this unraveling, the more I'm like, yeah, we should just uh, leave. Like, you know, I I get where you're coming from. I totally do. I totally. I'd do. hope so, because I feel like it's pretty. I, I didn't say anything, and everyone's like, AJ, no. <laughs> No. People are getting political. Why? No. I don't get it. Don't lie to me. You know. <laughs> I think it's time to leave. I mean, you do whatever you want to do. I'm just going to keep doing my thing. Make 2020 the year of the taser. <laughs> <laughs> AJ and McCall found their slogan. Yeah. Year of the taser. <laughs> uh, not helpful to this, oh. but we got a message from someone who's having an issue with an in-law. Oh. Who had a Thanksgiving. Can't wait. Here we are. Uh, but uh, what do you do when your significant other invites an in-law in and then they start mooching? <laughs> Look, it's getting cold. What? It's the holiday season. Winter? Uh, yeah, the, probably this weekend it feels like. Yeah. H.A. McCall at VFX and no one, no one wants to have to face the decision of kicking out some of their own flesh and blood at that point in time. But, uh, well... We'll let you decide. Okay. So here's the deal. We got a message says, uh, my sister-in-law needed a place to stay, okay. so my wife invited her in. Okay. That's far fine, right? Right. Yeah, no big That's deal. not the bad part. The bad part is the sister-in-law doesn't pick up after herself. Okay. She never offers to make dinner, okay. help pay for groceries, rent, or anything. Okay. Now, I've had discussions with my wife about it, and wife says she's going through a very tough time, and we need to help her out. Right. She lost her job. She got dumped in the same week. Mm, that is rough. What do I do? Do I talk to the sister-in-law? Do I let my wife handle it? Either way, it's driving me crazy. My opinion, I think that you let the wife handle it at this point because 
I don't know how long it's been because if they lost their job and they got dumped at the same time and so they obviously needed a place to go, I feel like you got to be a little bit more lenient with it. Should they have been more prepared? Yes. But hindsight's twenty twenty. So I get the gist based on this message. So I don't think it's this still week that lost job fired. It, it, it feels like this has been a month, maybe a little bit longer. It's worn. It's starting to wear on them. It's been longer than just the original week. Right, right. Which, uh, again, understandable. But I feel like maybe give a little bit more leniency. I don't know. I feel maybe I am giving too much of the benefit of the doubt in this kind of situation, but I feel like it is difficult. Lots of people are having a hard time finding jobs, um, but there are a lot of jobs that can be found. So so we got a phone call, which we'll get to in a second. Just okay, give, give, okay. Me a, give me a window. I feel like... For just the job part. We'll get to the other details that are a problem, but just the job part. I'm going to go with like um, uh, maybe like three weeks. At this okay, point, three weeks to a month. So yeah, she's three she's weeks ex- to a month. she's if it's been about a month, which I'm I'm speculating, but I feel like this has been a minute. Yeah, she's getting near the end of the right, grace correct, period. Okay. Correct. Harold, what's going on? You got a story about uh, something similar? A mooching family member? Yes, I've had a situation where I had an in-law move, in and you know, at the time, I was more than willing to help out. You know, my daughter and her husband, but it, it, after a while, it certainly looked like the husband was taking advantage of the fact that he had a place to eat, to eat sleep watch TV, and he just looked like he was taking advantage of that. And, I, and I, it's kind of hard to judge whether the exact amount of time that you give. But clearly, I think it becomes evident when the person's mooching, and that's when that person really needs to make an effort to help contribute in one some form or fashion. You could find a job. It might not be exactly what you want, but, I mean, if you're going to ask family for help, I think at some point that's kind of an X. There's an X amount of time you have left. And at that point, you really need to make an effort to contribute. Finding a job, helping around a house, or doing something. Just not moved, not taking advantage of family. That's right. Okay, so I believe that sucks. Hopefully they get rectified. So what he's saying, what Harold's saying and McCall's saying is, I think the same thing, is that there's definitely a time period where that expires and yeah. then it's definitely mooching. Yes. So. Again, I think I go back to kind of let your wife handle it at this point, but I would do like a. I do think I would hammer home more to the wife like, okay, look. She could stay here. She can stay here for a couple Still more Still should get a job, but like the not cleaning, like that's yes. never okay. No, you need to pick up after yourself. Come um, on. It just comes down to being courteous to the people Come that on. are that are taking you in. Yeah. So That's bad. Yeah. Look, my sand kicker out. No, getting getting dumped to lose your job in the same week. That that's rough. I'm with it. It's been a bad year. Yeah. I can totally sympathize with that. But the 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 patient starts really dwindling from both ends if you're like clean not cleaning not helping with anything like that's a bit ridiculous and look I want to stay a career path I pick one I love it but what Harold said is right too just you may just something. have to get something to get on your feet a little bit throw some cash here there start saving so you can get a deposit going yep and then work from there absolutely you I can't I don't know why people I mean. Obviously, have standards for yourself, have standards for where you want to be going in your life. But sometimes you do have to take a sacrifice. Yeah. Sometimes you do have to take the job over under your qualification. Just got to get off your feet. Yeah. Because, yeah, booching territory, heading towards it definitely sounds like Mm -hmm. it. At some point, you may just give them the wake up call, be like, look, you got to ship up or you're gone. Yeah. Because this is, yeah, you're just, you're just mooching off of us and not actually improving. Yep.
VFX's Facebook roulette. Time to get you on the VFX Facebook page. It's your 15 seconds of fame. Yeah. AJ and I, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us, we're going to like, comment, and share a post. Best one to VFX. McCall, you ain't ready for what I landed on, but you always go first. Okay. So I landed on my friend Janiel's post, and it said, be somebody who makes everybody feel like a somebody. It's good advice. It is. It is good advice. I landed on your mom. Ah. Hey! And it's not a joke. What I actually, is this? Did. 2008? <laughs> I actually Your did. Mom. She shared the post. The little girl says, My level of patience. Straw, straw, straw. Throws it. Throws it. Jiggles her legs it's and my arms. Favorite. My favorite. My level of patience. A little, throws a little fit. It's the cutest. You can win because I did see that one earlier today. I landed on your mom. Your mom. Ah. The- hey! Ted Mosby. The AJ9, the McCall Taylor. Add us across all social media. Utah's VFX as well because today's TikTok Tuesday, so we did the uh, time warp scan challenge. Yep. It is difficult. It's a challenge. Literally. Yeah. So if you decide to try it, be warned. It moves faster than you think it It does. It does. And I do not look like what I was. I was going for a Tim Burton character. I got a different character, my friend. See if you can see the similarities. I don't know. On our social media, Utah's VFX. Find us across all social media. It's how you get entered in for the Serenity Blanket giveaways. Go to the website for those links, uh, how to find the app, the podcast, to stream us online. Ow. Or search for AJ McCall. Don't punch stuff. Don't punch the desk. Got it. Or search for uh, AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are. You good? I'm not ready for snow. I'm just, I like fall. Believe it or not, fall's a popular thing around the country. Yeah, it is. It's universally beloved here in Utah. Nah. Nah. Get out of here. That's fine. We need cold and snow. I just need a nap. Yeah, I feel that. Yep. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't vacuum your table. And also, don't do anything we wouldn't do. Are you sleeping? And thanks for listening to VFX. <laughs>